Hello, this is Doc Washburn. Recently, we have been focusing almost exclusively on video interviews, but today is different. This is an exclusively audio podcast that we're putting out in between our video interviews. Now, to put things into context, I recently did a video interview with senior Trump advisor Cash Patel. I expressed my concern that the illegal, unconstitutional, political indictments of former President Trump are designed to put him in prison. I would urge you to go to the Doc Washburn YouTube page and watch my interview with Cash Patel and hear his response. He lays out what the plan is to keep Trump from being put in jail. That having been said, President Trump has been getting some uncharacteristically tough questions lately. And I think I owe it to you to let you hear his answers. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. So welcome to the Doc Washburn Show. We push back against the Uniparty and the deep state and let you in on the news that traditional talk radio is all too often afraid to talk about. We're unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you'd like to support what we do, go to our website, docwashburn.com. Click on the button that says Become a Patron. Also, please remember to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. And make sure you check out our new conservative sports podcast, Red Pill Sports, with my friend Donnie Copeland, which drops Tuesday evenings at 11 p.m. Central. All right, as I said, President Trump has been getting some tough questions lately, and you deserve to hear his answers. So let's start out with President Trump's recent interview on Megyn Kelly's podcast. Megyn said in 2016... You said that Caitlyn Jenner, who was trans, could use the women's restroom at Trump Tower. You allowed biological men. Doesn't drive you crazy when people say biological men or biological women? Why not just say men and women? Anyway, Megyn Kelly said, you allowed biological men to compete in the Miss Universe pageant at the time which you owned. A lot has changed Since 2016, have you changed? And here's Trump's response. Yeah, well, I have, but but look, uh, I knew Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, this was uh, this is very much like the same subject we just talked about. This was brand new. Yeah. Okay. This is a brand new subject. Also, there's a lot it of hadn't exploded. A lot of the it well, it hadn't exploded. I mean, nobody talked about it really, and so they're saying, "What do you think?" And people say, "Yes, use. No use." Um, but I'm the one that wouldn't allow it in the military. That was a big move. I wouldn't allow it in the military. And I went to generals. I say, General, let me ask you, do you like it? The real generals, not the ones you see on television, not the millies of the world. I went to the real generals. I said, what do you think? And they did not like it. They did not like it. They didn't. Nobody wanted to go public with it. It's a very hard subject. I ended it in the military. Now, since this character got in, he's allowed it in the military. You know, part of the problem is you'd have to take massive amounts of drugs. In the military, you're not allowed to take drugs and you have to take massive amounts of drugs so right there it should not be allowed but i ended i took a lot of heat no matter what you do there you're going to take heat you understand but okay at this point trump has gone on for more than a minute and megan obviously feels like he hasn't really answered her question so she interrupts and she tries again 
Megan Kelly says, how do you feel about it now? Should biological men who say that they're trans be allowed in women's restrooms, in women's locker rooms, in women's prisons, in women's spaces? Here's Donald Trump's response. Yeah, uh, my, my stance on that is really pretty much uh, what I had in the military. Okay, now, Megan still wants some clarification. So she once again interrupts him and says, so no, they shouldn't. And Trump responds with this. Yeah, that's my stance. I mean, that's been my stance. Um, I may have allowed Caitlin. Caitlin's Caitlin, right? Uh, I knew Caitlin as Bruce. I knew Bruce, and you know, Bruce was a great athlete and a very handsome person, a very handsome guy. And all of a sudden, Bruce is Caitlin. I said, "What's this all about?" This was a brand new subject too. Just like, uh, just like we talk about, you know, the pandemic was a subject that nobody knew anything about. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew anything about it. It was all uh, early. You make a decision, and you make the decision very strongly. Okay, so. Megan, once again, jumps in and says, no, I get it. I myself have changed a lot since 2016. I'm just wondering. I'm just trying to figure out if you have, in fact, reversed on that. And then Trump comes back to this. I don't think I've changed. I think I've just, you know, at the beginning, it was such a small subject. Nobody really thought about it. Uh, But then with time, you change. I really, where I probably took the hardest line was on the military. Okay, so once again, Megyn Kelly jumps in and says, yeah, that's true. Well, what about the children? That's become an issue now. Should children be provided with access to puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones when they're minors. All right, so that's what she's asking him, and my job is to call balls and strikes. And I have to tell you, with Trump's response to her question about the children, Trump hits a home run. He knocked. I, I would tell you if he didn't. Trust me on this. But on his answer to Megyn Kelly's question about the children, he hits a home run. He knocks it out of the park. I'm so against it. First of all, many of them, I heard like 62%, when they grow up, when they're older, they're saying, who did this to me? Why did you do this to me? Second of all, the parents have to make the decision. You know, they're trying to give it to school boards and schools and things to make a decision. It's unbelievable to think, you know, I talk about mutilation sometimes in my speeches. We will stop the mutilation of children. And then I'll stop and I'll say to the people in the audience, I'll say, can you imagine that I'm talking about we're going to stop mutilation of children? But that's what it is. It's the mutilation of children. And we will stop the mutilation of children. Ten years ago, you wouldn't even, nobody would ever to think, think of it. I am telling people, because I guess I'm a politician, whether I like it or not, uh, as a politician, as somebody that represents a lot of people, I'm telling people that we're going to stop the mutilation of children who would have to say a thing like that you'd think it would be automatic all right great answer but megan kelly comes right back saying so would you be in favor of a ban then on puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones for minors 
Here's Trump's response. I, th- I think yes, 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 I would. Okay. I don't know why he stopped short there, but let the record reflect that President Trump has publicly announced that he favors a ban on puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones for minors. Again, that is fantastic. Way to go, Trump. But hold on. Megyn Kelly is not through. Next, she asks Donald Trump the million-dollar question, can a man become a woman? And this is where Trump blows it. Again, I'm just calling balls and strikes here. I'm just an umpire. Can a man become a woman, Mr. President? And here's Trump's response. Um, in my opinion, you have a man, you have a woman. I, 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 think, I think part of it is birth. Can the man give birth? No, no. Although they'll come up with some answer to that also someday. I heard just the other day they have a way that now the man can give birth. No, I would say uh, uh, I'll continue my stance on that. What? Continue his stance? What? His stance is he calls Bruce Jenner she. All right, this, uh, this isn't going to do. The answer to can a man become a woman is not. Um... <laughs> no, no. The answer is no. Again, I'm calling balls and strikes here. Donald Trump Trump just struck out. This is not a joke. Your answer is outrageous. God made them male and female, period. Now, in case you're wondering why Donald Trump is waffling on this issue, I might be able to help you out with that. I'm going to play 18 seconds of audio from a Bruce Jenner video, I'll never call him Caitlin, from when Donald Trump was still president. Now, before I play it, let me remind you that Bruce Jenner is to this day a regular visitor to Mar-a-Lago, and as Trump said, they have been friends for years. Also, this is audio from a video on a tweet out there on Twitter that Jenner has long since deleted. Now, listen closely because there is a hidden message included in this 18 seconds of audio. I have a message for the trans kids of America. You're winning. I know it doesn't feel like it today or every day, but you're winning. Very soon, we will win full freedom nationwide, and it's going to be with bipartisan support. You can help by checking out the National Center for Transgender Equality. All right, the hidden message is the last thing he said there. The National Center for Transgender Equality is an organization that promotes everything Donald Trump just told Megyn Kelly he is against. Puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones for minors, even surgical mutilation of children. 
Don't take my word for it. Check out the website of the National Center for Transgender Equality. See for yourself what they say they are for. Now, Donald Trump says he is against all that. Good, I hope he is. But he's also good friends with Bruce Jenner, a man who went on Fox News a little while back and said he not only supports transgender procedures for kids under 18, Jenner talked about how important it is to put children through these irreversible procedures before they even go through puberty. Could you be friends with someone who pushes the the mutilation of, of children? I know I couldn't. It would be like being friends with an abortionist. Now, that brings me to Donald Trump's recent interview on NBC News' Meet the Press, okay? Let's take them one at a time here. President Trump was the first guest for the brand-new Meet the Press anchor, Kristen Welker. Now, as with almost any mainstream media employee, I can't really call her a journalist, she sees her job as protecting the regime no matter how many lies she has to tell. But Trump wasn't having it, and he just owned her. On this one. Well, of course, there's no evidence that the president has any link to his son's business dealings. Let me ask you, though, well, I don't, about a I second. don't necessarily well, agree. No- he, may, he called in. You mean he called in all these meetings? He was calling in on the meetings. He was put on speakerphone and you mean, every single day and the witness literally many, many calls. And uh, and what about the fact that he got rid of the prosecutor for a billion dollars? Well, the said, witness you don't, testified. You don't get rid of this prosecutor. We're not giving you a billion dollars to Ukraine. He said that. I mean, there are a lot of things here. Mr. President, the witness who testified, though, said that he never heard any discussion of business when President Biden was put on the well, phone. Wait, you saw the prosecutor thing on about- television, because I saw it on your network. He said, you don't get rid of this prosecutor. I'm not giving one billion dollars. That was looked into as well. And as you know, there was oh, never any wrongdoing. If, if I ever said that, on. quid pro let's- quo. Okay, Donald Trump just knocked that one out of the park. Kristen Welker, NBC, Meet the Press, is telling bald-faced lies. And Trump wants to make sure that she knew, that he knew, that she was lying through her teeth. Now, speaking of which, He's talking about Joe is on all these phone calls with Hunter, right? And she's like, well, you know, it's not like they were talking business on the phone call. Ignoring the fact that the access is the point. Okay? They don't have to talk business on the phone calls. That's not the point. The point is the fact that Hunter could deliver his dad to all these shady characters. The point is the fact 
that Hunter is the bag man for the big guy. And don't think she doesn't understand that. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But again, she is doing this for the benefit of her brain-dead liberal viewers who are trained to just be sheep and accept whatever the mainstream media tells them. So Trump knocks it out of the park, and that's great. Next, she asks him what kind of attorney general he would hire should he be elected president again. Now, this is the trap. She wants to elicit a soundbite from Donald Trump in which he agrees to go after his political opponents. Remember, they always want to accuse you of what they're doing. I'm looking to appoint an attorney general who's going to be tough on crime and fair. Very simple. And go after your political enemies? No, no, I would never do that. But Biden has done that. Look, Biden, these aren't indictments against me. These are Biden indictments. This isn't God coming down and very fairly said, oh, you spoke badly about an election. The election was rigged. There's no question about that. There's so much proof on it. Even if you go to the more modern day proof with the, uh, they call it Twitter files, FBI and Twitter, or you take a look at the Amazon stuff or the Google stuff, or you take a look at 2,000 mules, you take a look at all of the ballot stuffing that's on tape, you take a look at the fact that the legislatures didn't approve a lot of the things that were done in the elections and they had to approve, and we could go on forever. We could go on forever. But, but no, I want somebody that's going to be strong, respected, tough and fair just to go back to a couple of the points you said the ballot stuffing that's something that's been debunked it hasn't as been debunked. you know let's it's on camera but let's i do want to keep moving forward yeah, and of course, course it's on camera hundreds and even thousands and thousands of people you take a look through the vote Take a look. It's on camera. But Mr. President, they have you know, thousands of pictures. Officials but I know, but Kristen, you can't say it. Have they have thousands of pictures of people. I know you have to say that for your network, but you shouldn't say it. Quite simply, she is lying. He is proving it. He is owning Meet the Press here. But wait, there's more. Because that's the problem. But Mr. President, the news has lost such power. Back. Let's stay on track, though, Mr. President. Let's uh, but, stay on no, track. But you're saying this be, it hasn't. We have thousands of essentially motion pictures of people stuffing the ballot boxes. But Mr. President, Tens of thousands. they're not stuffing the ballot boxes. And you've been told that by your top law enforcement officials. But let's stay on track because we have so much listen, ground to cover. You have, we have people that went ground and voted to cover in one Mr. place, President. another place, another place, as many as I understand, 28 different places in one day with seven, eight, nine ballots apiece. They can't do anymore because it would look too phony. These were professional people. They were stuffing the ballot boxes. It's... It's there. Mr. I mean, it's there to you see. Your a lot of people don't like looking at it. 60 different cases all across the country. You lost that. But let's stay on track. We lost we because so the judges many. didn't want to hear that. Oh, again with the you lost 60 different court cases. What a lie. And Trump nailed it. The judges refused to even hear the cases. It's impossible to win a lawsuit when you never get to present any evidence because the judge refuses to even take the case in the first place. 
but NBC doesn't want you to know that. And we've got a lot more coming up straight ahead. If you've tried to buy a car recently, you realize you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Auto comes in. Red River Auto is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Auto wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. Red River Auto Group has perfected the online buying process. Just go to redriverauto.com and pick from hundreds of new and used vehicles. You can purchase a vehicle online if you have any questions. One of Red River's trained experts will help you through the whole process. Red River Auto makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom. The dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door, no matter where you live in the continental U.S., RedRiverAuto.com. You'll be glad you did. I want to tell you about the best-kept secret in American healthcare. Are you having problems with sinuses and allergies? Are you experiencing dizziness, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar, fibromyalgia, eczema, psoriasis, migraines? The Arkansas Upper Cervical Center might be able to help you. Let me tell you how. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, or C1, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain. When that happens, your central nervous system isn't able to communicate with the rest of your body as it's designed to do. I had severe hay fever for five or six weeks every spring all my life and migraines year-round. When I got my atlas adjusted, the hay fever went away and the migraines went away for good. Whatever malady you're suffering from, do yourself a favor. Call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009, for a free consultation. They've helped so many people I know. Please call them to see if they can help you. That number for your free consultation is 501-279-2009. If you're outside Central Arkansas, go to their website, turnmypoweron.com. Click on the tab that says find a doctor near you, and I sure hope you can. Do you want to drop your big liberal cell phone carrier? Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier, is a perfect solution. Patriot Mobile has exceptional nationwide coverage and uses the same towers the main carriers use. Patriot Mobile guarantees your coverage. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, along with great discounts for our veteran and first responder heroes, as well as multi-line users. And switching to Patriot Mobile usually only takes 15 to 20 minutes. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you shift your support from the leftist progressive agendas of Big Mobile to the Christian conservative causes of Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every dollar earned to organizations that fight for causes you care about. A portion of every dollar they earn is given back to the causes that support organizations that fight for First Amendment religious freedom, freedom of speech, Second Amendment right to bear arms, sanctity of life, and the needs of our veterans and first responders. Now more than ever, it's important to band together and support companies that share our conservative values. Switching is easy. Just do what I did. Go to PatriotMobile.com. Or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. Make sure you use promo code DOC, that's D-O-C, for free activation. All right. Kristen Welker, brand new anchor, moderator, whatever you want to call it, for NBC News Meet the Press. 
longest running news program in the history of television. It goes back to 1947. And she is certainly sullying its reputation in her maiden voyage here. First interview, former President Trump. Mr. President, but if, so this, many if this were ever before a court, we would win so easy. There is so much evidence that the election was rigged. And you may not even put the section on your show, and you'll have to decide what you want to do. But people know it was rigged. Look, the media, when I first no got involved in politics. As you know, there's no evidence of that. She is such a liar. She claims he is lying, but she is lying. But again, in this day and age, you can't have the kind of job she has, anchor of NBC's Meet the Press, unless you're willing to lie with a straight face and not have any qualms about it whatsoever. Just like working for the Biden regime. Now, notice every time she lies, she immediately says, but we have to move on. But Donald Trump is refusing to play her game. Good. He is owning meet the press on this topic. Here's more. We have so many different Tremendous evidence. I want to talk about what a Chris, potential. Let me ask you this. Mr. You agree President. there was tr- Twitter files, right? Mr. President. You agree there were 51 intelligence agents that lied. You agree with I'm that? I'm not the one who's being interviewed. Let's well, no, stay but, on track no, because I want to talk about. That's the rigging the election. You're not the one that's being interviewed? Perhaps you should be. You're the one who needs to show some kind of respect to the person you are interviewing. He wants to ask, ask you a question. You need to answer the question. She's not ready for the big leagues. Those questions obviously are making her very nervous. She could not answer them. What she wants to do, again, for the benefit of her small but reliably liberal audience, is put forth the narrative that any attempt to impeach Biden must be political because, of course, of course, old Joe never did anything wrong, right? Let's talk about what's happening on Capitol Hill right now. Speaker McCarthy announced that he was launching an impeachment inquiry this week into President Biden. Do you see this as a part of the retribution that you see? No, not at all. I think, look, you look at the terrible things that have been happening with respect to Biden. Uh, look at everything. Jamie Comer, Jim Jordan, who are fantastic people and very legitimate people. I watched Jamie Comer just a little while ago talking about a lot of different facets of what's going on. And he was the one that said, I guess there were there are 12 things where it looks like it's stone cold guilty. And the gun charge is only one of the 12. He said this is the only one that doesn't implicate Joe Biden. Which is why... It's the only charge being brought by Biden's DOJ against Hunter. Boom. Great point, Donald Trump. And one which Kristen Welker, Meet the Press, will continue to steadfastly ignore. My question for you, did you talk to Speaker McCarthy about this House impeachment inquiry? No, no, I don't talk to him. Tell him that he should open a house? No, no, I don't do that. I don't think he'd do that. I mean, he wouldn't do it based on me, no. Did you talk to your Republican allies on Capitol Hill and say you should support this? No, I don't have to talk. They're more proactive than I am. They think it's terrible. I will say this. They think I was treated very unfairly. I mean, when I was impeached for a perfect phone call, and now it turned out to be perfect, I hope you will admit that at least, because I was right, 100% right. 
But I was impeached for a perfect phone call. And how sad that is. And we had a 196 to nothing vote for Republicans. Very unusual for the Republican Party. I was so proud of them. 196, the entire House, not one person dissented. And then other than Romney, who sort of gave me half a vote, but we had 100 percent in the Senate. People think I was treated very unfairly. Well, the people who and voted I know for, I know I was treated. The people who voted for that impeachment say that the phone call that you referenced was about a quid pro quo. It was perfect. But it, my phone call was perfect. My phone call was saying, please investigate any crimes that you see. And by the way, I'm mandated to do that as the president of the United States. And it was really, really a call to congratulate him on winning the election. But uh, President, let's no, what, what, when you talk about quid pro quo, please don't talk about quid pro quo because there was none in the call at all. Where there's that a quid, the heart, pro, where there is a quid the pro quo was when Biden said very strongly, we're not going to give them the billion dollars unless they get rid of the prosecutor. That's a quid pro quo. Boom again. He is absolutely correct, and once again, she is going to have to try to shift gears and change the direction. Mr. President, let me take a step back here, because a lot of voters say what they want to talk about right now is your vision for the future. Sure. And I've been traveling to a lot of the early voting states, and they say that your focus on the past is a problem for them. What do you say to those voters? I have no focus on the past. Okay, wait, 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 wait. What? What do you mean you have no focus on the past? What are you you talking about? I mean, you're doing so well up until this point. Kristen Welker, NBC Meet the Press, actually shocks me by finally making a good point. Voters don't want to hear about the past. Regardless of how unfair it was that the election was stolen from you, they don't want to hear about it. They want to know what your plan is for the future. Except that you have to learn from history. You have to learn from the past. Uh, we had an election that was very, very terrible. It was a terrible thing for our country. And you have to learn from that. You can't forget that and just go. Now, with all of the things that we said, I had the best economy maybe in history. We're going to talk about it next. Right. So let's stay I had the best economy in history, and I'm going to do it again. I had the best energy. We were energy independent, soon to be energy dominant. Now we're begging for energy. I mean, what they've done to this country, they're destroying our country. We're going to talk about the economy in just a minute. And they started it on March 16th, 2020. But that, of course, is a whole uh, whole nother show. Have you noticed each time he makes a good point, though, she wants to change the subject as quickly as she possibly can? Before we move on from Capitol Hill, do you think Republican hardliners should abandon their threat to shut down the government over their spending priorities now that there is this impeachment? No, I think if they don't get a fair deal, we have to save our country. We have $35 trillion in debt. We have to save our country. So you, you would know, shut down the government? You'd support that? I'd shut down the government if they can't make an appropriate deal. Absolutely. Okay. Now remember... What she's not going to tell you is that when they say they're shutting down the government, they really are only shutting down part of it, a small part of it. The overwhelming majority of the government keeps right on rolling. Now here, once again, Trump will call Kristen Welker of Meet the Press out for reflexively 
trying to protect the regime. And once again, are you ready? She will lie through her teeth and deny that that's what she's doing, even though it's as plain as day. Things are not going right now very well for the consumer. Bacon is up five times. Food is up horribly, worse than energy. Energy is starting to go up at a level that we haven't seen in a long time, uh, meaning a couple of years since he took over, because I had energy prices very low. I had gasoline very low. We have to get the energy down, which they will never do. And they kept it artificial because they took the strategic reserves, which I had a lot to do with filling up for the first time ever. They took the strategic reserves, And he issued it to everybody so that he could keep the gas prices down. Now, strategic reserves are at the lowest level they've ever been at, and we need that for war. And there are a lot of factors that have contributed to that. Well, no, the big factor is the fact that he he took that oil. Let's let's talk about taxes. And he he wanted to have low gas prices for an election, and now we have nothing left. Mr. President, there are a lot of factors, including global factors, that went into that. Let's talk about taxes, though. I don't know why people stick up for him so much when he makes bad decisions like you. I I don't know why, and I have a lot of respect for you, and you were very fair in the debate, but I don't know why you and other people say, oh, it's okay that he destroyed the strategic petroleum reserves. I mean, why do you do that? Or it's okay that he has open borders. Somebody was in your position, not quite as good, said this morning, oh, having open borders is a wonderful thing. I don't know why, and I think that's why the media has lost so much credibility. We're just having a conversation. You're absolutely sticking up for Biden. But I'm reminded of what George Costanza once told Jerry Seinfeld. It's not a lie if you believe it, Jerry. Speaking of which, Kristen Welker, NBC's Meet the Press, now goes full-blown Pro-abortion, not just pro-choice, but pro-abortion, insisting that passing laws against murdering babies actually endangers women's lives. Once again, she doesn't offer a single shred of evidence to back up her claim, but remember, she carries on a long, proud history of mainstream media insisting that you take their word for whatever they're claiming, no matter how ridiculous the claim is, because they are the news. It's kind of like when Dr. Fauci announced, I am science, and anyone who rejects me is rejecting science. So here she goes. I do want to talk about the issue of abortion, which is important to a lot of voters all across the country. Just this week, women in Idaho and Tennessee, I don't know if you saw this, filed suit against their state saying their lives were put at risk after they were denied abortion services because their state's restrictive laws put in place after Roe was overturned. So my question for you, Mr. President, is how is it acceptable in America that women's lives are at risk, doctors are being forced to turn away patients in need, or risk breaking the law? People file fraudulent lawsuits all the time. She knows that. This is just ridiculous. There are no state laws against abortion which put mothers' lives in danger. This woman lies for a living, and she makes real good money lying. She is fronting for the abortion industry. 
So metaphorically speaking, she has blood on her hands. Now, the best response against this line of questioning is to push back and reject this absurd narrative that state anti-abortion laws put the lives of mothers at risk. So let's see what Trump does with this. Ready? A little bit of a long answer. I hope you have time. I hope you have time. Okay. I'm here for so as long you as have you have. So you have Roe v. Wade. For 52 years, people, including Democrats, wanted it to go back to states so that states could make the right. Roe v. Wade, I, I did something that nobody thought was possible, and Roe v. Wade was terminated, was put back to the states. Now, people, pro-lifers, have the right to negotiate for the first time. They had no rights at all. Because the radical people on this are really the people, the Democrats, that say after five months, six months, seven months, eight months, nine months, and even after birth, you're allowed to terminate the baby. Democrats aren't saying that. I just have to, Democrats are not saying that. Of course they do. That's not true. Again. Again. Oh, what a liar. Just last year, every Democrat member of the United States Senate, except for Joe Manchin of West Virginia, voted to make it a federal law to make abortion legal all nine months, all 50 states, for any reason or for no reason. But Kristen Welker, meet the press, knows she has to lie about it because she knows there are some Democrats who have no idea that that happened, and some of them who also don't have any idea that their party is sold out to the abortion industry, would actually be horrified. And NBC News cannot take the chance of being responsible for the Democrat Party losing votes. Any votes. So they must lie. And they are happy to. Here's Trump. You have a Virginia governor previous governor, who said after the baby is born, you will make a determination, and if you want, you will kill that baby. The baby is now born. Democrats writ large are not talking about that. Only 1% of late-term abortions happen in Always in okay. the state. They of the are the radical people okay. because nobody wants to see abortion it- after five months and six months and seven months. Okay, wait, wait, wait a minute. Nobody, nobody wants to see abortions after five, six, or seven months. Democrats do. Again. All but one of their senators voted to keep it legal coast to coast all nine months. So what are you, Donald Trump, what, what, are, you, what are you even talking about here? And now it's going to, it gave people that believe in pro-life, look, just so you understand, it's pretty much 50-50. It's a 50-50, which is amazing. Uh, if you look at the charts, it's been 49-51. It's been like that for many years. goes both ways. 51, both ways. Ready? Okay, wait, what? 50-50? 49-51? I don't have any idea what he's talking about here. I mean, I literally, I, I'm trying to follow both of them. I can tell when she's lying. I can usually tell when he's making a good point, and I'm lost. I have no idea what that means. I was able to do something which gave at least 
pro-life people a voice. Now it's going to work out. Now the number of months will be determined. And you're going to have something where everybody comes together. Whoa, whoa, Hoss, whoa, Hoss. Wait. Uh, Everyone is going to come together on the abortion issue? People who admit that life begins at conception? And and want to stop babies from being murdered are going to come together with people who want more bloodshed? What? What what, Trump, what are you talking about? Now, here comes Kristen Welker going back to the approved pro-abortion narrative. Does it bother you, though, that women say their lives are being put at risk? Do you feel you bear any responsibility? Because as you say, you are responsible. Okay, a couple of observations here. Clearly, this bothers Kristen Welker, and she wants to make sure we understand how much it bothers her from the tone of her voice. She's an activist, an advocate, clearly not a journalist. Secondly, she keeps insisting laws to protect babies from being murdered, put their mother's lives at risk without a shred of evidence, and unfortunately, Trump just won't push back on that. Wouldn't it be nice to hear him say, Kristen, what do you mean this puts their lives at risk? What are you what are you even talking about? But unfortunately, he's missing that opportunity. What's going to happen, this is an issue that's been going on for a long time, and it's a very polarizing issue. Because of what's been done and because of the fact we brought it back to the states, we're going to have people come together on this issue. They're going to determine the time because nobody wants to see five, six, seven, eight, nine months. Nobody wants to see abortions when you have a baby in the womb. I said with Hillary Clinton when we had the debate, I made a statement, rip the baby out of the womb in the ninth month. You're allowed to do that, and you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Again, no one and, and again, is arguing listen, for that. That's look, not a part of anyone's Again, she lies. Is he ever going to push back? Is he ever going to tell America that all but one Democrat senator voted to make abortion a federal right all nine months across the country? Her audience, again, has no idea about that, and she can't afford to let them hear the truth. She's trusting that he won't tell them. He's in the process of squandering a golden opportunity when he says no one wants it because the Democrats do want third trimester abortions. The Democrats are able to kill the baby after birth. Let me talk to you. Nobody wants that. That Democrats don't want that. What a liar. What a liar. Okay, look, he already told her and her audience what the former Democrat governor of Virginia said about killing the baby after it was born. She knows that former governor Ralph Northam of Virginia said that, and she continues to lie. So I owe it to you to let you hear what then Virginia Governor Democrat Ralph Northam said about killing babies after they were delivered. And that's coming right up next. 
Mike Lindell says because of your amazing support for MyPillow 2.0, he's expanded MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. So he's clearing out his percale bed sheets by giving them to you at closeout prices. King size percale bed sheets, only $39 a set. Queen size, only $35 a set. Full size, $29 and twin size, just $25. Use promo code DWS to take advantage of this once in a lifetime offer. Right now, Mike's biggest My Slippers closeout sale ever is on. Get Mike's all season My Slippers and Sandals at clearance prices. Mike's all season Moccasin Slippers are just $25. Mike's My Slipper Sandals are just $19.50. They're both made with Mike's patented impact gel that absorbs and relieves pressure so you can comfortably wear them all day long. Just use promo code DWS for huge discounts. Remember, DWS stands for Doc Washburn Show. MyPillow.com quantities are extremely limited at these amazing prices, so please order now. Just use promo code DWS. You know, the great Ronald Reagan once said, inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Have you thought about the benefits of investing in precious metals? Here are five profound benefits. Number one, investing in precious metals is a hedge against inflation. Number two, it's a great way to diversify your portfolio. Number three, asset liquidity. Number four, precious metals tend to be a store of value. They don't tend to depreciate over the long haul. And last but not least, number five, precious metals can be a hedge against geopolitical uncertainty and the struggling U.S. dollar. Andrew Sorcini with Beverly Hills Precious Metals has been involved in gold and silver for over 40 years. Beverly Hills Precious Metals brings precious metals to the homes of everyday American citizens. Mike Flynn told us about them, and they are our gold buyer of choice. To find out more, just Google Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Make sure you ask about the general Mike Flynn silver coin and tell them Doc Washburn sent you. Beverly Hills Precious Metals helps folks protect their finances, wealth, and investments. Hey, let me ask you something. Why continue shopping big box stores if you can get the items you need from a family-owned company? Now you can get around this crazy inflation by shopping factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Americans are walking away from the big box conglomerates and deciding to buy only USA. Join with fellow patriots to cut off the cash flow of the big woke corporations that are trying to destroy our country. These products include fresh American-raised beef, raised in the Montana mountains near Yellowstone. This beef is known as never ever. Never has the animal ever been exposed to antibiotics, hormones, or vaccines. This prime or high-choice beef is shipped directly to your door. Pricing and availability is exclusive only to our members and isn't shipped anywhere else in the world. Let's start voting with our dollars to make sure our purchases are supporting companies that promote freedom. Email us at buyonlyusa at proton.me, and I'll have one of my guys contact you. Buyonlyusa at proton.me. All right. As I said a few moments ago, Donald Trump already told Kristen Welker, Meet the press. What former Democrat governor of Virginia, Ralph Northam, said about killing the baby after it was born. She knows Governor Northam said it. She continues to lie, saying nobody pushes for that. So here you go. 
here's what Governor Northam said. He was being interviewed by News 4 Washington, D.C.'s Northern Virginia Bureau Chief Julie Carey, TV reporter on the big news radio station for Washington, D.C., WTOP, back in January 2019. Here is Julie Carey's question and then Governor Northam's answer. There was a very contentious committee hearing yesterday when Fairfax County Delegate Kathy Tran made her case for lifting restrictions on third trimester abortions as well as other restrictions now in place. And she was pressed by a Republican delegate about whether her bill would permit an abortion, even as a woman is essentially dilating, ready to give birth. And she answered that it would permit an abortion at that stage of labor, do you support her measure and, and explain her answer? Yeah, and I'm, you know, I wasn't there, uh, Julie, and I, I certainly can't speak for uh, Delegate Tran. But um, I would tell you one uh, first thing I would say: is this is why decisions such as this should be made by providers, uh, physicians, uh, and uh, the uh, mothers uh, and fathers that that are involved. Um, There are, you know, when we talk about third trimester uh, abortions, these are done uh, with the consent uh, of obviously the the mother, with the consent uh, of the physicians, more than one physician, by the way. Um, And it's done in cases where there may be severe deformities, there may be a a fetus that's non-viable. So in this particular example, uh, if a mother is in labor, I can tell you exactly uh, what would happen. Um, The infant would be delivered. uh, The infant would be kept comfortable. Uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, mother and the family desired. And then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mother. So so I think this was really blown out of proportion. Uh, but again, we want the government not to be involved in these types of decisions. We want the decision to be made by uh, the, the mothers and their providers. And, and this is why, Julie, that legislators, most of whom are men, by the way, shouldn't be telling a woman what she should and shouldn't be doing with her body. And do you think multiple physicians should have to weigh in as is currently required? She's trying to lift that requirement. Well, I think it's always good to get uh, a second opinion and for for at least two providers to be involved in that decision because these decisions shouldn't be taken lightly. And and so, you know, I I would certainly support more than one provider. Did you hear that? Now, people have told me, Doc, He said the babies have severe deformities. He said they're non-viable. No, no, no. No, he didn't say that. Listen again. Um, and it's done in cases where there may be severe deformities. There may be a a fetus that's non-viable. Did you catch it that time? The baby may have severe deformities. The baby may be non-viable. So then it also may be just fine on the other hand. Governor Northam is parsing words to try to plant the seed in your mind that no one would intentionally kill a healthy baby. Also, did you notice he said after the baby's delivered, the baby would be kept comfortable, and if the mother wants the medical staff to, would be resuscitated. So a baby who can't breathe is comfortable? What an idiot. Oh, and, and this guy's a pediatrician, by the way. That was his stock in trade before he ran for office. 
the guy who did blackface in the school annual for his medical school. That guy. That's who we're talking about here. So he doesn't want you to think that anybody would intentionally kill a healthy baby. Kristen Welker of Meet the Press doesn't want you to think that either, but they are lying to you. Now, to his credit, at least Trump brought that interview up where the governor of Virginia said that. Here's more from Donald Trump's recent Meet the Press interview. I want to know what you want. I want to know what you're going to do if you're... We are going to come Would you sign federal legislation that would ban abortion at 15 weeks? No, no. Let me just tell you what I do. I'm going to come together with all groups and we're going to have something that's acceptable. Excuse me? You're going to come together with all groups and have something that's acceptable? Pro-lifers believe life begins at conception. So we want all babies protected. The abortion industry, and it's over a billion dollar industry, wants abortion legal all nine months. And you think there's a compromise that will satisfy both sides? That's insane. Right now, to my way of thinking, the Democrats are the radicals. Because after four and five and six months, but but you have to say this, after birth, you have New York State and other places that pass legislation where you're allowed to kill the baby after birth. Mr. President, I want to give voters who are going to be weighing in on this election yeah. a very clear sense of where I think you stand I on think- Now, isn't that remarkable? Donald Trump points out that the state of New York passed a law allowing people to kill babies that have already been born, already been delivered. Meet the Press' Kristen Welker tries to change the subject immediately. Now, I was really surprised that she didn't deny it, but it's true. California also passed such a law. If you kill a baby that's less than 28 days old, they won't prosecute you in California. Now, Kristen Welker is nervous. She is thinking, I have to change the subject as quickly as I possibly can. Okay, so let's see where she tries to take this. Mr. President, I want to give voters who are going to be weighing in on this election yeah. a very clear sense of where I think you stand I on think this. they're all going to like me. I think both sides are going to like me. Let, let me but what's let, Mr. going President, to have to Mr. happen President, is you're going to have to... This question, listen, please. you're asking me a question. What's going to happen is you're going to come up with a number of weeks or months. You're going to come up with a number that's going to make people happy because... 92% of the Democrats don't want to see abortion after a certain period of time. Wait. 92% of Democrats don't want to see abortions after a certain period of time? First of all, I have no idea where he got that figure. Secondly, Democrat politicians don't care what their constituents want any more than most Republican politicians care what their constituents want. If Democrat politicians care what their constituents want, they they wouldn't have allowed Joe Biden and Alejandro Mayorkas to erase our southern border with Mexico. 
And last but not least, pro-lifers will not agree that it's perfectly all right to legalize abortion through 12 weeks or 15 weeks or 18 weeks or whatever number Trump is imagining. This is nonsensical. If a federal ban landed on your desk, if you were reelected, would you sign it at 15? Are you talking about a complete ban? A ban at 15 weeks. Okay. Now, she keeps asking if he would sign a federal ban on abortions after 15 weeks. And I'll tell you exactly why. Lindsey Graham, rhino U.S. Senator of South Carolina, floated the idea of federal ban on abortions after 15 weeks shortly before the 2022 elections last November. And a lot of folks think that helped the Democrats keep control of the United States Senate. They are probably right. And it would not surprise me, again, federal law, taking it back from the states. They're probably right, and it would not surprise me if Lindsey Graham, who had no intention of running such an abortion bill in the U.S. Senate, did it on purpose to keep Republicans in the minority, to keep Republicans from taking back the United States Senate. Now, did I mention that Lindsey Graham is a snake? Trump sure doesn't think so. Here he is singing Lindsey's praises, September 23rd, 2023, at a rally in Somerville, South Carolina. Another man who's always there. He's always, I'll tell you what, when I need help on the left, he's great. He's great. And he's my friend, too. Lindsey Graham, wherever you are, Lindsey. Thank you. Oh, no, no. He helps me on the left. We need help sometimes. Republicans shouldn't need help on the left, but he helps me. You know, sometimes I see stuff like this. And I'm thinking, Trump, do you just think your supporters are stupid? They hate Lindsey Graham. And you're like, oh, no, no, no. Like, you can just wave it away. Oh, but Doc... Trump has learned from his mistakes. He's got no use for the Republican establishment. He got rolled by the swamp last time, but he'll take him out this time, honest. Sure, fine, whatever. No, Lindsey Graham is a swamp. And he just loves him. Anyway, back to NBC's Kristen Welker, new moderator of Meet the Press. She wants to get Trump to commit to a federal ban on abortions after 15 weeks. Remember, she has to have that, that, that sound bite. That's what she wants because she is an activist, not a journalist. Well, people, people are starting to think of 15 weeks. That seems to be a number that people are talking about right now. Would you sign that? Uh, uh, I, would, I would sit down with both sides and I'd negotiate something and we'll end up with peace on that issue for the first time in 52 years. Uh, I'm not going to say I would or I wouldn't. I mean, DeSantis is willing to sign a five-week and six-week ban. Would you support that? You think I, that I goes think what he far? did is a terrible thing and a terrible mistake. Wait. Let me run that by you again. You think that I, I goes think too what far? he did is a terrible thing and a terrible mistake. 
Let me break this down for you. Trump brags about appointing the justices to the Supreme Court who wrote the Dobbs decision, which overturned Roe v. Wade. Okay, one of the things that led to that decision was a six-week heartbeat abortion ban. That's one of the things that got the ball rolling for the Dobbs decision to ever happen to overturn Roe. But by overturning Roe, Dobbs once again gives states the legal authority to regulate and even outlaw abortion. Florida is one of several states whose legislature passed a law outlawing abortion at six weeks, a so-called heartbeat law. And Trump says it's a terrible thing to try to save these little babies' lives. Now, look, you can argue that a six-week ban doesn't go far enough, and these governors will probably come right back and say, hey, I'd rather it all be against the law, but I got the best law that I could. I got the bill which had enough votes to get passed through the legislature. Also, somebody will point out that you don't even know you're pregnant until around six to eight weeks anyway. But, 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 one of the Ten Commandments that God etched in stone and gave to Moses on top of that mountain says, you shall not murder. And killing babies in the womb is definitely murder. And Donald Trump just said he doesn't care. So please stop telling me that Donald Trump is God's man. Donald Trump wants to make sure you know that he proudly rejects God's commandments just like the rest of the Democrats. Yes, yes, that's what I said. He was a pro-abortion Democrat until shortly before he came down that golden escalator in 2015 and cut a deal with us. Here's more. But we'll come up with a number, but at the same time, Democrats won't be able to go out in six months, seven months, eight months and allow an abortion. And, Kristen, you have to look at this because you said no. You have some states that are allowed to kill the child after birth, and you can't allow that. But, Mr. President, again, no one is calling for a child to be killed after birth. No one's calling for that. But you have legislation. Let me just ask you. Kristen, you have legislation in certain states where it's allowed. Mr. President. The governor of... Virginia, previous governor, who was previous a whack governor. job, I call him the Michael Jackson governor. No one's talking that about governor, part of their platform. I want to know what me, that know. governor said you can kill the baby after birth. Right. He did. I played you the audio to prove it. And now you, Donald Trump, are saying you want to make it legal to murder the babies how far into the pregnancies? Trump keeps on saying five months, six months, seven months, eight or nine months. If he is imagining a federal ban on abortions after five months, which is roughly 22 weeks, he's also saying he wants to take the power back away from the states and he wants most abortions to be legal in all states. Most abor- Because look, are the third tri- trimester abortions? Yeah. But do the overwhelming majority of abortions happen by 22 weeks? Oh, yeah. So he wants most abortions to remain legal in all 50 states? 
But he says, everybody's going to agree and everybody's going to like him. I guess that's a priority here. Forget following God's commandment, you shall not murder. The important thing is making sure everybody likes Trump. Now, I don't know what you would call this distorted attempt at reasoning, but I know what God calls it. It's evil. But Mr. President, this is about what you would do if you were reelected. As you know, you upset. We will agree to a number of weeks which will be where both sides will be happy. We have to bring the country together on this issue. He keeps insisting that he's going to bring the pro-lifers and the baby killers together in some kind of art of the deal. And he is sadly mistaken. There will be no Abraham Accords between the two different sides on abortion. Mr. President, when you talk about negotiating, I think a lot of people think to themselves, this is an issue that they care about deeply in their hearts. They know where they stand and they want to know where you stand. As you know, some anti-abortion groups are really looking for some clarity from you. So let me just ask you to put a fine point on this. Should the federal government impose any abortion restrictions or should it be completely left up to the states? No, I don't think you should have. I don't think you should be allowed to have abortions. Well into a pregnancy. But what about the question we're I going just to asked agree, you? No, we're going to agree to a number of weeks or months or however you want to define it. And both sides are going to come together. And both sides, both sides, and this is a big statement, both sides will come together. And for the first time in 52 years, you'll have an issue that we can put behind us. Madness. Sheer lunacy. But wait. She's still not done with him. At the federal level? Uh, it could be state or it could be federal. I don't frankly care. So you're not committed to a ban at the I federal I will say level. this. Everybody, uh, including the great legal scholars, love the idea of Roe v. Wade terminated so it be brought back to the states. It okay. sounds like that's what you think, too, that well, it should I, remain I would, a state I would say this. From a pure standpoint, from a legal standpoint, I think it's probably better. But I can live with it either way. It's much more important. The number of weeks is much more important. But something will happen with the number of weeks, the amount of time, after which you can't do it. And you know what? The, the, most, uh, the most powerful people that are anti-abortion are okay with that now. And you know what? They weren't okay with that even a year ago. Okay, he's just nuts. The whole time, he has been saying, put me back in the White House. I will bring both sides together, and we will solve the abortion issue once and for all by enacting a law to legalize abortions up until a certain amount of weeks or months. But when the Meet the Press gal asks him at the federal level, he answers, or the state level. So what is he even talking about? A president, as you probably know, has absolutely no power to force 50 different states to pass uniform laws about anything. He doesn't know what he is doing. And just as scary, it also appears that he doesn't know what he doesn't know. So go ahead. 
Go ahead. Keep supporting a guy who can't give you a straight answer on whether a man can become a woman. Go ahead. Keep supporting a guy who wants to keep the slaughter of innocent babies in the womb going. I can't do it. I won't do it. I have no idea if Trump knows what the Bible says about these issues, but I know. And I cannot support a man who openly defies Almighty God. I'm out. I'm out. Okay, time for our tweet of the day brought to you by Red River Auto. Red River Auto is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice the way you want to online, have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental USA. Now, today's tweet of the day it's kind of a it's kind of a double. First, we have from 911 News, President Trump recently in Maquoketa, Iowa, at a rally in Iowa, saying he's going to ban critical race theory, and that's a good thing. But wait, there's more. I will ban the critical race theory and far left gender ideology from our school. And you've been hearing me say this. Uh, I will keep men out of women's sports, if that's okay. Because how ridiculous is that? Wait. You'll keep men out of women's sports, what? I will keep men out of women's sports, if that's okay. Oh, man. The large print giveth and the small print taketh away. So... It's been a while since we've done one of these. So that's our first tweet of the day. Our second tweet of the day, good old Robin Minotti is sharing what recently came out from The Spectator in Australia. Article entitled, Scientists Shocked and Alarmed at What's in the MRNA Shots. Early in 2023, genomics scientist Kevin McKernan made an accidental discovery. While running an experiment in his Boston lab, McKernan used some vials of mRNA Pfizer and Moderna COVID vaccines as controls. He was shocked to find that they were allegedly contaminated with tiny fragments of plasmid DNA. McKernan, who has 25 years' experience in his field, ran the experiment again, confirming that the vials contained up to, in his opinion, 18 through 70 times more DNA contamination than the legal limits allowed by the European Medicines Agency and the Food and Drug Administration. In particular, McKernan was alarmed to find the presence of an SV40 promoter in the Pfizer vaccine trials. This is a sequence that McKernan explains is used to drive DNA into the nucleus, especially in gene therapies. This is something that regulatory agencies around the world have specifically said is not possible with the mRNA vaccines. Now, McKernan, 
Dr. Buckholtz and other scientists are calling for urgent research to test whether the DNA contamination is lingering in the cells of mRNA vaccinated people and whether the human genome has in fact been altered by mRNA COVID vaccines. Just thought I would share that with you, especially since uh, Trump is kind of our topic today and he keeps insisting that he saved millions of lives with Operation Warp Speed with the vaccines and keeps denying that there are any problems with them. But go ahead. Go ahead. You vote for whoever you want in, in the primary uh, next year. I'm out. I can't, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't do this anymore. Tweet of the day brought to you by Red River Auto. And we appreciate Mitch Ward and the guys at Red River Auto. You've been listening to episode 407 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed in the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers. But they love us and we love them. If you have any questions for us, email us at contact at docwashburnshow.com. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a Terribly Messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansource Computer Solutions, 7th floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansour Sempier X. Senior Vice President, Engineering, IT, and Interoperability for the Doc Washburn Show. Well, that's the way it is. Tuesday, September 26, 2023.